This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report, managing my optimism. I've been somewhat nonplussed over the negative sentiment expressed by some farmers over recent and current conditions. By contrast, I have been confident, optimistic, and upbeat about our economic future of both our ag sector and the country. We have problems, but also the necessary resources and advantages to address them. Never before have we been so prepared for a recession. Certainly costs have gone up, but they have been manageable and prices have more than compensated for the hike in the cost of production. Wages have made a long necessary upward adjustment. Unfavorable new tax policy was mostly prevented from becoming law. Incomes and net worth should be climbing. The only exception that I would allow to my positive scenario for the row crop agriculture is where drought burned crop yields below crop insurance coverage levels. It is hard to feel good about prospects when filling claims on crop insurance policies, but at least we have insurance contrasted with many Florida homeowners in the path of Hurricane Ian. While most capital investment debt is secured by low fixed interest rates, operating expenses will be more costly to carry as short-term rates climb. Still, they are lagging and are a long way from distress levels yet either. As a general statement, farm leverage is low and liquidity is high. That is a good situation to begin with if the general economy is slowing down. I'm not convinced that farm income will slow down and that we will see several years of good prices yet. You sure do not read that outlook much in the farm media. Too often we fit the farm media stereotype of being the pessimistic whiner. I think our greatest concern is going to be weather related until we get past this 89 year drought cycle that Dr. Elwin Taylor says peaks in 2025. Corn, wheat, soybeans, sorghum, cotton carryovers are all contracting, and unlike the previous high price cycle, the U.S. has maxed out the supply of its best farmland acres, with only marginal acres left with subprime productivity. We will not fix shortages with CRP conversion to row crops. They do not work with high production costs. Up until this point, end users have been able to sustain operations profitably, If shortages worsen, that will no longer be sustainable with bona fide price rationing commencing to sort out who continues consuming and who quits. Livestock industry growth is pausing. Exports are impacted by the strong dollar. Biofuel use is still growing due to political support for the industry. Given drought prospects and high cost, high prices are not going to yet result in expanding supply. Eventually, the high prices do cure high prices, but I do not see that as having been accomplished yet. We will need El Nino crop conditions for that. No one has quit consuming, but some are thinking about contingency plans for that in the year ahead. It should also be noted how farmland values have yet to respond much to higher interest rates, while home values have moderated expectantly. Few are highly leveraged making monthly payments in farmland, It is hard to see farmland values rising further under these conditions, but even flattening would be a display of market strength for farmland. The 10-state Midwest Creighton University Rural Main Street Banker Survey found that over 21% of them were most concerned about continuing drought in their local economy. Basis Noah's drought map, most everything west of the Mississippi River, is still under drought of some degree, so much so that river levels have fallen enough to impact barge traffic. 
This is the time of year when the current crop stops using moisture and rains recharge our subsoil moisture reserve. We had a good recharge last year, which was essentially how we made it through producing a crop. We have had no recharge whatsoever here to date, and nothing in the forecast. La Nina is forecast to linger into spring. Similarly, last year was forecast to fade away too, and that forecast was wrong. It can rain next year and the drought fade away, but one would have to rate the current weather risk for the 2023 crop higher at this time than last year. Domestically, transportation logistics impacts our ability to manage inventories, getting them from where they are to where they are consumed. One railroad strike has been averted and another threatened. But railroad capacity is maxed out, so there's not a lot of unutilized capacity, leaving room for flexibility. It is likely that we have to move as much as 1 to 2 billion bushels of corn or so from the east, where production was normal, to end users in the west to where it was not. This leaves end users in the western Corn Belt and Plain states forced to pay record basis levels to facilitate the regional relocation of products to where it's needed. We saw record basis levels paid for corn last year, and the fundamental supply situation responsible for that, which should be even more intense in the year ahead. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.